least I could call this my first podcast. See, so we're talking about emotions and Spock, Mr. Spock, or yeah, was a uh, offspring between Vulcans who lack emotions and humans who have too much emotion. When we talk about death, we, uh, what emotions are usually present? Or when, when uh, death happens to others and, and we, we could feel, uh, sadness or when, when it, it could happen to us, then we could feel emotions of fear. So there's all kinds of emotions there, right? Yeah, I think there is. Um. So, uh, but uh, I was, uh, back to what Luis was saying uh, when when he started uh, uh, presenting the ideal character of of uh, Spock. Uh, the the ideal, or what it uh, suggested it that is ideal about Spock is that Spock uses reason and doesn't allow emotions but does but did a spark ever show emotions let's say you know i think it's important that we talk about this uh, emotions and how it works in the uh, in the mind of each individual because that's at the beginning and at the end of everything Oh, absolutely. If, if you if you ask me, you know how you think, who are you, how you feel, what you, I you, I would tell you, I am in steeped uh, deeply in the Dharma, and the Dharma is uh, to see reality just as it is, uh, understand its nature, its essence more than you know understanding things, and um, for for the the uh, cessation of uh, of suffering, mental suffering. That's 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 uh, you know. If you say what 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 are you looking for, Louis? I would say I I am looking for dukkha nirodha. That's what we call it in Bali. Mm. The cessation of mental suffering. That's simple. It's, uh, it's that's, not that's, uh, related to to what yoga is. Is the cessation absolutely. of of waves. All that, all that, and that's what uh, every religion Men- is about. Because you know, when, in religions they they put it somewhere else. The attainment of nirvana is after death, but in the Eastern philosophies, it's uh, it's uh, any time that you understand the game of being. Uh, so in religion, you go to heaven if you behave well, and, and, but you have to die first before you can go to heaven. There's there's no there's no shortcut. Uh, in the, in, Except in maybe in in the Gospel of Thomas, where the kingdom of heaven is within, or the kingdom of God is within. Well, that's where see that's where the two Eastern and Western philosophies uh, are are trying to touch. Uh, he, you know, and and yes, I agree with uh, Thomas there. You know, uh, the cessation of uh, mental suffering is inside here. It's a mental switch. It's a decision. Well, Christ basically teaches that anyway, but the thing is that the interpreters and the 
translators have taken and taken it away from him and put it in a different context, you know. But aside, yeah. aside from that, you know, the thing is, I want to touch on something that you mentioned before about Spock, you know, and the Vulcans and stuff like that. You know, I personally think that our, our technology and the stuff that's going on in the Internet and even what we're seeing playing out in all of the coronavirus has a lot to do with that because of the fact that uh, technology, you know, takes and tries to take and play the center of the road and you're just looking at to the right or to the left of information and processing it without, those, without emotions. And I think, uh, you know, you're seeing that sort of play out in, the, um, in this pandemic thing, too, that's just going on with the coronavirus, where the thing is they pull in all these people that are no. supposedly scholars that are using specific models, and this is how the uh. technology and also information world that we live in works on. So they depend upon all this information rather than what's actually happening within society and within the emotions of people as to what what is going on. You know, because the emotions of people are taking and self-analyzing their circumstances to see what's happening in their realm and making judgments on that, whereas our government is making decisions based upon the technology and the models coming off from technology and they, they conflict. They're not the same. They're, they're two different things. And that reminds me of of uh, how how things are are structured or 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 the ground rules when you start uh, some process or some system and you're gathering data and and then and then the way it, it's set up it, it forces certain data to kind of be pushed one way or the other so or maybe by averaging or by by a tipping point it, it goes here or there because because uh, people want uh, the results of analysis to to be uh, yes or no but, but but there's no maybe or so 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 if if something is right in the center it has to go as yes or no it has to be pushed one way or the other and so that causes uh uh not a true uh true analysis clear. maybe it, it is clear that uh, we all there is one reality we all talk about the same reality we all see the same reality and that reality, we can say about it that it is what it is. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It is what but there's a lot of notions feeling and figuring into that. It is what it is. Right. It is what it, reality is what it is. And then there is what we, each mind, thinks about it. Right. That's the emotional it, part. That's the emotional part. I like this. I don't like that. That's cool. That's uncool. That's right. fair. That's unfair. I like that. It's not. This is dangerous. I don't like that. So, that in and in, mm -hmm. in of itself is the suffering of the mind. Labeling, and and Hiro is going to be very familiar with this because he he she's gone over to meditation after meditation, and they talk about vipassana, the, the inside meditation, where is when you label, you label things, but we don't you don't grab onto them, you know. I'm, I, I, I feel anger, and you label, I'm feeling anger, you, you, you let it go, and then a few seconds later, you're not angry, you're afraid, I'm afraid about this, I like that, I remember my, my dearest friend, I remember eating chocolate, now I remember when I was kicked in the ass, 
So it, 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 the, the mind, unless it does something very transcendent, is bound to suffer. Because it's a labeling machine. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's fair. That's unfair. This is good. This is bad. And, and all along, you label it what is. Just, there's no change in it. We think that we can do things, but at the end of the day, we are just reality happening as this happens. And, and I say that, that whatever scheme you use to label things, right then and there, it causes a limitation in and increases the possibility of of being in error because even when you when you're trying to decide uh it whether i'm angry or or i'm uh pissed off or i'm this or that there's so many ways to describe different emotions that even scientists that that were studying emotion were trying to figure out what, what like by showing people pictures of a face that's angry Versus a face that's happy, and there and there is a wide range of of uh, emotions there, and they were trying to say, oh, maybe there's a there's an inherent ability for us to look at somebody's face and determine that whether that person is angry or sad or this or that, and and so they came up with maybe fourteen different emotions, and then they show it to people uh, and they say, well, what what is this person feeling? And then so and they, right? they they get it wrong, and yeah, and they figured out that 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 people can't aren't really such good judgments of of peop, other people's emotions by looking at their face or or, or, or there there is kind of some some uh, uh, overall uh, close matches or or yeah. rough estimates, but there's always fuzziness. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to tell you guys this over here we're talking about is at the crux of being human. That's over here. That's exactly. and so uh, until you master your knowledge about yourself and how you feel and why you feel, and you're able to tr know that you're knowing that so you can transcend and get outside of that box, that little dipole of attraction repulsion, you, you can get yourself out of, there's another dimension. This is, there's another dimension. Um, Hold on a second, I'm going to decline. Somebody's calling me. Maybe I could invite, uh, maybe we could invite Mike, who's a friend of mine. Mm. Yeah. Uh, yes? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hold on a second. He's the one that you, that interviewed you and, and you sent it out? On, uh... Hey, Hyro. Yes. I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. I'll be right back. Okay. So, let's see, and then uh, we mentioned death, uh, it's something that causes Is a, a, a professional in the recycling industry, and uh, he 
is a wonderful human being. Cairo, uh, uh, go ahead and say something so we can see your face. Something. Um, there you go. Cairo. Cairo is going a long ways. I heard Mike uh, when when he was kind of uh, asking you about the the original sin episode. Oh yes. <laughs> and and I shared it with David, and so so I was trying uh, seeing if he would be curious enough to. To come together and here he is here's David <laughs> all right so so David heard Mike also in that uh, I right. guess uh, sort of a podcast kind of thing you could make turn it into a podcast that recording how many people can you have on zoom this could be a planetary uh, come come together <laughs> yes. well, I have up to a hundred I think come to Jesus of course, yeah. when my boss says comes to Jesus, he, he means about, uh, you know, kicking well, somebody's yeah. ass. Oh, right. right. <laughs> Is that, isn't, that, isn't that an interesting, uh, uh, you know, uh, character, if you will, but, you know, the last person you'd think that would want to whoop some ass, but anyway. Well, I think he did. <laughs> but he came here ass. It was clear. It didn't work very well, though. <laughs> well, it, was, it was an incomplete passing. Anyway. Well, it depends who you listen to. Hey, all I can right, see is what right. I, all I can see is I, yeah, all I can see is what I can see. It's like mm-hmm. <laughs> he's just a teacher, I, a rabbi. Well, we're talking about. Uh, I'm not sure we're talking about death or we're talking about emotions. Let's say. Let's let's uh, let's call it uh, death and emotions. Like, uh, like when when we're approached by death, uh, like our personal death, it could cause fear. But when when we find that uh, our loved ones have died, it could cause sadness. So there's always different kinds of a uh, wide range of emotions with with death. So it's that's the topic: death and emotions. There you go: emotions with death, right? Oh, that's better. Or, or the death of emotions. That's good too. Yeah, but there is what you're talking about with Spock, right? No emotions at all. So, or uh, you know, again, I had to pinpoint that because uh, the Dukkha Niroda, Dukkha Niroda, which is the extinguishment of suffering, you would think, hey, you don't feel a thing, right? If you don't suffer, it's because you don't you don't feel a thing, right? I, you know. You know, I, I think if you're dead, that's the way you are. <laughs> isn't suffering, isn't oh, suffering so, any, an emotion? So is death the well, end no. of emotions? The thing is, if you take the word suffer and you go back and look at it the way they use it in Greek, it actually means to permit. You're allowing something to happen to you is when you suffer. Ooh, that's a dangerous slope. Huh? Yeah, we're all, st we're all stupid then. Well, in a way, we are. Right? If we suffer, we're stupid. Which, 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 if you go back to the middle way, all they talk about in the Paticca Dasamupada, which is the 12, uh, 12 links, all the 12 steps, um, uh, the beginning of, uh, of suffering is ignorance. <laughs> it's true, that is. I mean, that, what more can I say? I mean, that's simplified very, very, very truly, you know. All right, so there is a point where you, you stop being 
pulled and pushed around by your emotions, which makes you suffer. Then, oh, you know what? We're going to invite uh, Francisco. Wow, this is great. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a big one. All kinds of people in here this morning. So I'm going to decline. I am going to... Hold on a second. Are you still there? Yes. Okay, good. Let's see. Here. Okay. um, Are you going to give me his phone number? No. (laughs) Yes, I'm going to go ahead and give him the... Give him the... Did did you write it down? Five three one. Hold on a second. Zoom ID. Well, I think it's an international number, so I don't know if it's going to work. Hold on a second. This guy's in Spain. Zoom ID five three one. I was smart enough to write it down this time. Let's see. Did you write the password? Zero. Yeah. Five three one. You guys continue with talking about emotions. Six zero two. Well, the thing is, to me, I think that the internet is the place that they're trying to take the emotions so that everybody thinks the same way, and therefore avoiding any kind of emotion like um, Luis or is trying to take and, and demonstrate I, one way or the other. I would use a different word, David. Instead of avoiding, I would say transcending. Very important. Because avoiding is repression or suppression. You know what happens in, in uh, psychoanalysis mm-hmm. when you do that. Okay, you, end up, you end up shooting the neighbor, but <laughs> transcend your emotions is a much better because then you understand what's going on. You understand the process and you're able to go into a different dimension, different axis, you know, and then you transcend your emotions. What did I say? Did I said avoid that to be replaced with transcend. I want to inform myself. Somewhat stupid. <laughs> uh, it's important because I'm telling you that the root of suffering, yes, is ignorance. We can go deep, 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 deep in the rabbit's hole. The root of uh, mental suffering, of human suffering, is ignorance. Avicja. Ignorance of what? It's not like we don't know a lot of shit. We know a lot of things, right? We know math. We know geometry. We know uh, astronomy. We know the news. We know how to open a bank account, how to go to work, how to drive a car. Uh, avoid accidents, uh, pay taxes, uh, little work, blah, blah, blah. We know a lot of things, but there's mm-hmm. something we do not know that, that we keep uh, uh, stumbling on and it makes us suffer. And yeah. it is precisely not not knowing things, it's the not knowing the nature of anything, the nature of being itself. That means we don't know the nature of our own uh, self-aware consciousness. When we understand that, we're able to go, oh, I got it. That's the way I'm wired. That's the way I work. I can I can live with that. I can mm-hmm. live with emotions. I can live with attraction. I can live with uh, repulsion, et cetera, et cetera. You see where I'm going with this? Absolutely, and I agree with you too, please. You know, because okay. I think that, you know, unfortunately in our society, the nature of people um, is not really taught to society. So when it comes to understanding you know, even your own nature, it becomes an impossible thing because it's something that's not been taught. And the thing is, I like the way you put that, you know, talking about ignorance, um, because that there, to me, is, you know, you're exactly right on. Because it becomes an ignorance of the nature of, of human beings that uh, we're actually ignorant of. And the thing is, each person takes and creates inside of their own mind 
know, their own environment. So the thing is, naturally, anything that would be foreign to what a person had created through their own experiences and exposure to life, you know, would be different to them. So I think we're we're getting to a, a, some kind of a, a an agreement. Well, I think we agree in many many different ways. I've always thought that the only thing is that we all look at things in a manner and have different words and different understandings of the basis of the same point. Right, right. So, so you, I mean, can can we go on and and keep analyzing this? Can we, if we have agreement on the fact that the suffering is the fact that the mind is attracted or repelled by things, and that very movement on that line, a very simple line of emotions, is what is at the source of our suffering. Yeah, absolutely. You know, go left and right, I like, I dislike, I'm very attracted to this, I hate that, I, I can't. I can't uh, stop from doing this. And we're talking. I'm very attracted to some object or some activity that becomes either compulsive. I can't stop doing it. It's a compulsion, and I'm completely uh, addicted to it. And, you know, I have to think about it all the time, etc. And that's a source of suffering. And it doesn't matter. And, and this is very important that we pinpoint this. It doesn't matter what the object is that we are attracted by or repelled from, it just doesn't make any difference because if you concentrate or you focus on the object, you're liable to go ahead and say, oh, it's because that object is that. Mm -hmm. It's not the compulsion or the extreme attraction to it that is bad. It is the object. And, and we fall into this moralistic or uh, uh, prejudice and it's like, oh, yeah, this person is attracted to expensive cars. That is mm -hmm. really bad. But if he is attracted to, I don't know, helping uh, uh, mm -hmm. the little kids uh, that are dying from hunger in Africa, uh, that is very good. And yet, the mind, the mind will suffer. The mind will suffer in the extreme of attraction and compulsion. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you're saving kids in Africa or if you're buying sports cars. Yeah, very important. Very important. Well, the thing is, you know, it depends on the individual as to if they're going to support the kids in Africa that are starving, or they're going to support their addiction. I mean, either way, it's, it's, it's the same type of thing on one side of that spectrum that you're talking about, whatever. But the thing is, well, on the person environment, even from the from the religious background, if somebody's um, Islamic or if somebody's Christian and even the type of Christianity, the type of Islam that they have embraced throughout their understanding, and everything foreign to them, or even, not even, but say Hindu, Hinduism and Buddhism. And when somebody is familiar with that, they're comfortable with that. And, you know, no matter what it is, it becomes part of their life. And part of what they're um, trying to convince other people of, even though other people may not have that same background. Well, it's very, very dangerous to uh, focus on the object and not on the the uh, dipole of the mind. Mm. Important to to uh, and this for ourselves. And then once we understand ourselves, we are very mindful of our emotions, right. and we reduce the travel 
So that means that uh, we are able to have our consciousness right there in the middle, untouched. You know, just a very, you know, very cozy, very, very tranquil. Nothing bothers us. Nothing attracts us too much. Uh, you know, we still are able to know the object of attraction and the object of repulsion. But we are able to transcend, to be above it. It doesn't, it doesn't control us. Mm. We control it, you see. Because we understand it. We mm. are able to uh, go around it. If attraction and repulsion are a bull, we are a bullfighter. Can we are you able to, to dance around our attractions and repulsions. Give an example of, of this repulsion to the object of our, our physical death. Like the uh, repulsion, it, we, we, you're saying that we should uh, not focus on, on the object death, but the emotion, fear, fear of death. So, so we have to recognize our fear of death and then, and, and then try to not suppress it, but I don't know what to do with it or, or, or recognize it. Or use it, transform it, maybe. See, this this is all. This goes back to vijit, uh, uh, which is uh, knowledge and and um, uh, wisdom. Because if you don't know what you are attracted by, the nature of it and how it works, how can you uh, transcend the attraction or the repulsion? So, in order to transcend. This movement of the mind, which is attracted to be repelled by something, the mind has to know the the essence and the nature of the object. Is just and the attraction itself. So, the, so, so I have order, to in order to cease uh, being repelled by death, you have to understand the nature of that very word, the etymology of it, what it means, and what it means for you, because. What mean, what death means? What, means what death one, means, or or what the object means, or what both what the essence of death is. The form and the essence. Remember the uh, Heart Sutra. Form is emptiness, which is essence, and essence is form. So, in order to cease being repelled by death, you have to understand not only the dynamics of attraction and repulsion, which we can talk about that in the attachment theory or psychology and everything. And, but you have to understand what you, yourself, mean by death. What does death mean? What is it? But, but, early, but earlier you were saying that, that uh, something... Uh, I'm going to paraphrase, if I remember correctly, that you were saying that that we get caught up on the object. So, so but we still have to know the object. We have to know death. Yes. But we, we, yes. we have to uh, try to reduce our attachment to death? Or how? Well, you have to understand the dynamics of attraction repulsion. And then you have to break down the object. Just like you break down the object of the mind, you just piece down your, your feelings, your emotions, your rationality, your understanding, everything. Everything is very complex. 
Although I'm putting it in very simple parameters, it is very complex. But at the end of the day, uh, the, the true knowledge is made of two knowledges. One is practical knowledge, and the other one is transcendental knowledge. I mean, we've talked about this to, to, to you know, exhaustion. There are two kinds of knowledges, the, the practical knowledge, the conventional knowledge, and then the transcendental knowledge. In order to have the mind stop being bounced around by attraction and repulsion, stay in the middle, the middle way, the, the, the middle, uh, the, the, the place where the mind is not agitated anymore, which they talk about in yoga, the Patanjali Sutra, the yoga chitta vritti nirodha. Mm -hmm. Yoga, which means life becoming together, coherent. Mm -hmm. uh, that moksha feeling, the nirvanic feeling, is the cessation of the vibrations of the mind. Vibrations being, you know, the agitation between attraction and repulsion. Mm -hmm. Yoga, chitta, vritti, nirota. Boom, you're right there. The mind is still complete with, with our emotion. We are with our understanding, logic, you know, cognition, everything. But it is not agitated anymore. It doesn't suffer anymore mentally. It just understands, it flows, flow psychology. Uh, the zone, all, all those things come back together when you see this dynamics. So, but you still need to, but you still need to understand the objects themselves. So, that's the conventional and, and practical. Wisdom. So let's let's say that we could simplify all emotions as as the extremes of, of of the fear of death is in one extreme. And and the search for pleasure as the other extreme, like sex. So 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 we uh, we're gonna try to uh, kind of stabilize and and come to the center between those extremes. But but uh, but a lot of our motivation, especially uh, currently, is is our fear of death, cause, and that's why we're we're staying at home as we were told to. And but but then. We, we have to understand death itself as the, uh, or as we fear it as the end of our self that we've created, that we've labeled, right? See? So now you have to go, who am I? What am I? What is the big deal if this I that I've built disappears? It disappears I, every I night know. when we are in a deep sleep, right? Yeah. The <laughs> deep sleep, the deep sleep you don't come back from. What's the big that's the big right. fucking deal. Right. Or in amnesia. I mean, no, in when we are anesthetized uh, during a surgery. Right now with the pandemic, it's funny because we want to go home because we're afraid of dying, but we want to go outside because we're afraid of not having something to pay the bill. It's the complete schizophrenia. We are completely, you know, caught in, in within all the fears. Fear of sickness, fear of death, and fear of not having. And one of them calls you to go outside and, and, and work and make money. The other one calls mm. you to go crawl into a corner uh, uh, because you're afraid of dying. So all these create emotions that are opposite. So we're banging, you know, back and forth. I want to go out. I want to stay. I want to go out. I want to stay. But we, we need these. The we need these fears to motivate us to do to action. 
right? So we can't you say are, that but you're, you're they're not good, that we should try to eliminate them. Who, who says that? Who, who, who says that we have to go into action and, and be motivated? You, and it's a premise that you are saying. I say, no, I don't, I don't need a, a, a darn thing. I am reality as it is. I don't need anything. I just flow. I Conventionally, am, I, I'm, I'm con pure being. Conventionally, um, in in conventional terms, uh, we need to have these fears and these uh, motivations for pleasure. But, but you have read Alan Watt, uh, Alan Watts uh, to to uh, you know to depth. He says that that is actually, if you take it as a game, it's okay because you don't suffer. It's only when you take the game very seriously that you suffer while you're playing. Just like playing soccer mm -hmm. and being so caught up with it that, you know, I have to wait, I have to wait, I have to wait, I have to wait. Mm -hmm. You don't enjoy the game. But if you mm -hmm. go, hey, I'll play the game. If I win, it's great. If I don't win, fuck it. Lewis, a uh, question for you. Yes. You, you, you contrasted going into work or crawling into a corner, which I find that very interesting about you. Uh, can you describe that contrast for us? It sounds... It's, that's interesting, the way that you, you use those two examples. That's telling. Uh, describe that a little bit more. Use that as an example, I would think, in reference to what's happening currently, that some people are going into work and some people are staying at home. You, you, well, you, but you used, uh, I believe, crawling into a corner versus well, going have... into work. This was an yeah. interesting, and this is yeah. telling. Please, let's talk a little bit about that. It's a, I think I, you know, I, I should have used I'll, a better, better wording. Okay. You should have, uh, but this is telling about you. Well, uh, it is. But it, it is. So, so this, know. if I may say one thing, so there was an interesting interview last night with Dr. Fauci, who is head of the CDC. Yeah. Mm. And he's, his life has been threatened. Wow. Because he's, you know, people are <laughs> for whatever reason. And uh, the interviewer said, are you concerned? He's about 80. He said, are you concerned for your life? And he said, not so much. This is the kind of work I'm in. But what I am concerned about uh, is the fa my family and how they're taking this. So that while, yes, uh, we will die, and that's cavalier, but at the same time, there's that essence of compassion and emotion that we have to feel for our loved ones when we do go. So there's that mm -hmm. uh, that that aspect of this humanity. Mm. Well, let me explain myself then. Um, when when you stay inside, when you stay inside, why do you stay inside? Because you've been ordered to stay inside, and you're good soldiers. Uh, many times in life, it is not so much the action, it's the re inaction, the removal. Right. Uh, so, uh, is, is it, well, if I may just finish the point. So it is, it is me, uh, well, for example, it's, it's by not going out, this is the premise, you are actually doing something very powerful. Yes. You cannot not so, do something. Yes. You mm. cannot not say something. <laughs> We're always doing, no matter what we do, even if we don't do anything. Yes, I agree. The, the question is, what, what do you do when you are inside doing nothing? 
I'm fortunate enough to actually be working and also yeah. volunteering in, in different areas, so I can do that from my home. Yes. Uh, I am, uh, I'm, and there's nothing wrong with staying home. There's nothing wrong with staying out in the transcendent way, in the transcendental way. If I wasn't working in the deaf industry, which I, I, I do, I would have to stay home. I would have to play by the rules. Hmm. And, and I'm just so I'm just so lucky or unlucky, depending on who's looking at it. Because some people are looking at me like you're you're fucking crazy. You're mm -hmm. asking for trouble. You're gonna get sick and die. Mm. You're gonna kill your own family. <laughs> you know. Or some other people are saying you're a fucking hero. Mm. I can't believe that you have the goal, you know, to go out there and brave the brave the the coronavirus and the, work. The traffic is probably a lot less. You can dice it in any way you want. In reality, you know, the money is so complex. You can dice it anyway. I am a hero. I'm, I'm a Spider-Man. You know, braving braving the elements and Corona and doing my 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 civil duty and responsibility because I work in an industry that is, uh, uh, you know, critical and and uh, and necessary. Or some people can say you, you're you're fucking stupid. Uh, you know, it depends on what I'm thinking. I could be going out, that, out there and suffering and going, oh my God, I can't believe I'm doing this. This is crazy. I hate it. Blah, blah, blah. But, or I can say, I'm a hero. <laughs> I'm a hero because I'm doing my civil duty. So but, the, mind, the, mind has to be, the mind has to be very careful what it thinks about what it's doing and what it's thinking. It's just all about introspection and, and a sense of uh, perspectivism. And, and as you can see, you can... You can label anything in any way. You can consider any situation and thing mm -hmm. uh, with a, a, a trillion or an infinity of labels. It's, a, it's up to the mind to decide. But what the, the beginning of this conversation, we were kind of going into the idea that it is up to the mind to stop suffering on its own. What it does for that is is up to it. <laughs> But it's interesting that 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 uh, the top four kinds of suffering that the the Buddha made the well before he was a Buddha the the prince was uh, uh, obsessed with why why there was these four things going on or three or so like there's birth and there's a sickness, an old age, and death. So he 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 was determined. Uh, the the story goes, he was determined to to somehow conquer these, but but perhaps not literally, but conquer them in the mind. How how does one conquer death in the in you the know, mind? We we are afraid of four things. We are afraid of four things, and in in order of importance, we're very, very afraid of death. We're very, very afraid of uh, uh, disease. We're very, very afraid of isolation, being alone and not being loved. And then the other one is not having, you know, being in misery, not having a, a roof or food or whatever. Those are the four things that make us sick. And sex would be in the one for us. And uh, public speaking. <laughs> Well, maybe that's just stressful if yeah, you're not used uh, to it. Uh, uh, We're going to the dentist. <laughs> those are the four things that make us sick. 
you know, I always say... Uh, so the death is at the top. Attention. You want to get somebody's attention, uh, uh, mess with their pocket, or threaten threaten their life. So that, that takes care of everything, because in, in threatening them, you either make them uh, uh, be sick and suffering, physical pain, so or death, and then the other side, on the pocket, you, 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 you threaten their... Uh, isolation and having stuff. Because we always, we always put together having stuff and being together with people. You know, the the homeless guy, almost by definition, is on his own. We don't get all, we don't get along with a guy that's uh, at the bottom. We just don't want to. Uh, it, it, we're afraid so much that it's going to be contagious. But it's, you know, we stay away. We stay away from the guy that. Does but it's that. interesting that. That when the prince uh, came, in the story goes that he he came out out of his uh, his confine that that his father uh, the king uh, set up so that he wouldn't uh, see uh, the reality of life that there is death and there is sickness and old age and birth. So he hid he hid all those things from his son. But when he got out of the palace, then he saw death but he saw death of a, of another person and how it affected his family so he he wasn't really afraid of his own death he was more uh, seeing that the the suffering that is caused on others like 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 the, a loved one that that passes away so maybe maybe that's a, a a greater fear is losing our loved ones more than ourselves what do you think it depends on each mind. It's it's an individual thing. Each each mind is a different world, and it interprets uh, reality in a different way. And the emotions are different. The background is different. There's no there's no pattern for that. Well, there are general patterns. You know, if you do uh, a study, you'll there see may that be. most people most people are afraid for themselves more than others. Some people. It, it depends. There's no each mind is different. But at the end of the day, each mind has to look inside, introspect, and go through this exercise of uh, breaking down things, breaking down emotions, understanding the objects that uh, create the emotions or you know the emotions respond to, and then uh, uh, study the transversal way of thinking that gets you out of that uh, dipole of attraction uh, repulsion so you're able to transcend it. Get outside of it. Mm. Uh, um, think outside the box. Mm. Think outside of yourself. Mike, uh, where where are you located, and how's the uh, situation there? Like, uh, like is it? Yeah, I'm. Is it... I'm in Chicago. Awesome. So I'm in. Uh, yeah, and we we've had a shutdown here for a couple of weeks. Oh, so you guys are pretty ad, uh, ahead of Florida, I would think. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So they've been, they've been on this, and you know they shut everything down, and I've been working out of the house for at least a few weeks now. Wow. So, how about the trains and stuff and the buses? They still running or not? They've. I usually take the train, David, but they have limited those schedules. Because not as many people are are on it, so so everything is slowed down. How, how many deaths 
or how many cases have there been in Illinois and and how many deaths more or less you know I'm not not sure I, I know at least I don't I really don't know it should not, be. Do, you, do, do you know anybody that uh, you know personally that uh, has come down with uh, Corona? yeah three uh, cremationists yesterday Yep. Cremation We're at the same place. Same place. How they and uh, a lot of, they're at home. They just found out yesterday. They, so tested, a lot of, they tested positive. Yeah, yeah. They're at home. So mm -hmm. at least for a couple of weeks. How did they contract it, uh, do you think? <laughs> from, from I, I, I believe. Touching from, their nose. <laughs> I know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But you but said cremationists? That means yes. they deal with dead bodies a lot? Yeah, they're crematory operators. Mm. So could the bodies have been uh, deaths from the virus? I don't know in that particular case, but I do know that a lot of the uh, cremationists I work with, you know, they're handling uh, people that have COVID. Wow. So they could have caught it that way, couldn't they? Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I don't have all the information, so I don't know exactly That's how speculation. they it. Yeah, those guys are pretty uh, pretty careful. Uh, yeah. You know, so it's, it's just like doctors and nurses. They always protect themselves. They, they do all the right things. Mm. They wear their gloves and stuff. And at the, at the, when, the, when the body is gone, there's no breathing, there's no coughing, there's no sneezing. Mm. The likelihood of being, uh, you know, catching it through the, the mist of the, the, is, is zero. So the mm -hmm. only the only way is that they would touch the body and then touch themselves, mm. which they never do because they are mm. they're trained to uh, to wear gloves and protect their, uh, mm. their equipment. Mm -hmm. So they probably caught it, uh, you know, with somebody else that, that is well alive, <laughs> or maybe in the metro, you know, touching a surface. Or mm. Lewis, here's a here's a, a psychological pattern. I'd like to get your guidance on uh, it is a pattern that that I experience where for whatever reason uh, avoiding pain could be shame within or guilt uh, we've, we've discussed this before and looking for ways to uh, uh, avoid hmm. rather than transcend or liberation you know avoidance you know, in the past, whether it was drugs or alcohol or, or just general avoidance of life. Um, or it could be uh, the comment that I made earlier would be a great example of, of a what we would call in, in uh, uh, recovery uh, uh, a character defect. And, and I, I'm seeing what happened there. When I called out, when I said, could you describe what you meant by crawling into a corner or this was a, this was a psychological opportunity for me to, um, how should I put it? Uh, be arrogant, to be prideful, uh, to, uh, because I'm not feeling too good about myself. If I can appear to be smarter within my, uh, within my own mind, then I can, uh, uh feel better about myself. And this, this is, this is something that I observe in myself. And I, am I making any sense by the way? Yes. 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 
And, and it's something that uh, I see with, uh, with my brother and my sister, and I'm sure other people. I'm not terminally unique, as we say. But I, I know that my mother used to do this quite a bit. And she uh, suffered from a lot of trauma as a young girl, uh, like, like anybody had her story. Maybe more than others in your future. Maybe. Maybe. But uh, so, yeah. So could you help me with that? I, I found myself doing that. I found myself, you know, having a high from from work and, you know, being the what do they call that? From hero to zero, right? Yes. So I went I went from hero to zero uh, because of just interpersonal issues last night, and so uh, woke up with uh, a heavy, a heavy, a heavy, uh, heavy heart, if you will. So trying to trying to crawl out of that hole. Can you? Is that is that something that we can discuss? Yes. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you off uh, video because I've got to bring the dog in. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but well, I can uh, hear you. There we are. So uh, there is a mind. Uh, there is a mind that is uh, trying to uh, make sense of itself. In a sense, uh, you're asking a question. You're asking it for me, but you're you're asking it from yourself. Uh, why do you go from zero to hero or from hero to zero? And this is right in the that this is right in the thick of the conversation. Where are you on your dipole of attraction repulsion? What what is making you uh, uh, run from one end or the other? Because at the end of the day, attraction and repulsion are the same foe. You know, just like in the in the poem, if if you can take success and and failure. Uh, and 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 uh, be able to fight uh, those two those two uh, foes because they are the same <clears throat> success mm -hmm. attraction failure repulsion so you, how, where are you what is making you tick and how could you just stay in the middle untouched so if you are cooked at home for example to take the example we're talking about which I misspoke in a way because. I made it sound like if you go out there, you're a hero, but if you stay home, you're zero. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, I can, I can rephrase it much better and go, okay, you just uh, stay, stay home patiently. You play the game. You, you follow the rules because we're in a society where you have to follow the rules. And you don't make anything of it. It's like, okay, I'm stuck in here. They told me to stay the, the hell home. And that's what I have to do. Or you go out there and say, okay, uh, I'm, I, I am in a circumstance that allows me to override the, 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 the command, and I am authorized, if not advised to, go out there and work, because I, I have to. It's important. What I'm doing is important, like a doctor. But the, the doctor is not a hero because he's out there, and the guy that's equipped inside is not a, a, a sniveling coward. It's just two, two different circumstances, but each one may, uh, in turn, uh, label itself as a hero as a zero. You know, if I stay home, I could say I'm a very good hero. I'm playing by the rules. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I'm, I'm told because the collective wants me to stay home to avoid the transmission. And I'm going to take that and I'm going to go, okay, what am I going to do with myself? Well, if I can work remotely, I will. If I cannot... I have an option of being very bored and, uh, and 
being miserable, or I can take this time to go ahead and learn something new, read a book that I never read, uh, re, uh, re-fix the relationships that uh, I, I never had the time to work on when I'm uh, working with my family, exercise, you see, see where I'm going with this? So it, it's up to the mind to decide what to do with itself uh, based on the uh, uh, environment, on the circumstances. So uh, I misspoke before, uh, maybe trying to make that uh, that extreme comparison. But the guy that goes out there uh, is no more a hero than the guy sitting inside. It all depends on what each might think about itself. Well, and that's very good, and I appreciate that. Um, it's almost a violent reaction to fight that uh, that zero aspect to somehow be able to crawl out, and and in one and, and in my own mind or one's own mind to be that hero, to, to need that, that respect because one is feeling disrespect. Yes. Internally. Yes, 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 yes. And of course it was obviously not, uh, uh said, you know, me very well, we can, you know, within touch me. So I'm not a, 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 a disrespectful person and I, I don't uh, label, I don't label things. It's just that uh, sometimes the, the words get in the way of the conversation. <laughs> And, and we, we describe something in a way that can be construed in many different ways, but it's construed in that way, and then it becomes offensive. Like, fuck, are you calling me a zero just because I'm staying home and working from home? No. That would be too simplistic. That's, that's well, not the way I, I, that's not the I way know. I, think. I know, I know. <laughs> and, and we wouldn't be such good friends. And right. I, I know that. I, I uh, uh, talk with many people that have a violent uh, history yeah. and uh, you know I've been told and hey man you're triggering me and people yeah. get in get in your face yeah. with that kind of you know and and it, that the and I didn't say anything at all I could just be making a comment but in their mind right. yes. they're being you're triggering some trauma right yeah sometimes there's nothing you can do to avoid that because that person is waiting to be triggered you know, because they, they already have the trigger ready to go. It doesn't matter if a fly comes down on their, their glass or uh, the door slams because there's an air current or anything. They're already so tense inside that anything is going to go, you know, the trigger is already, uh, already pulled. Anything can happen in their lives. Even if you were not there, somebody else would pull it. Somebody else would trigger them or something else would trigger them. They're so tight. They're so tight in their own little dipole of uh, uh, attraction repulsion. And in this case, it doesn't matter if they're compulsed for something or repelled by something. They're just on the extreme. Again, attraction repulsion are at the same extreme, so you might as well be going around uh, away from the center. So uh, maybe this is a good opportunity to, instead of doing a linear, a linear thing, uh, we have a circle. I have a circle in a, a, the, the center of the circle. So the center of the circle is where Vijja and, and, and uh, wisdom are there. You are in Nirvana. You are in a complete peace. You're in complete harmony with yourself and the rest of the universe. And anything that separates you from the middle of that the sphere, the more you go towards the sphere, the more agitated you are in the whole complexity, because now it's not a line, I'm attracted, I'm repelled by an object. 
there's a, a trillion objects out there that get your attention. You see what I mean? This would you know define a little bit the complexity of the mind. Any anything away from the center, you are uh, agitated. The more you away from the center, the more you are agitated. Luis, I'd like to say something. Um, yes. You know the thing is, I look at things differently. You know, as you probably know, um, the thing is. Like myself, many years ago, I started smoking cigarettes. <clears throat> and the thing is, I did it just to get along with other people. But the thing is, it soon became an addiction to the point to where I would try to quit in many, many different ways. And it was like impossible because I confined myself uh, subconsciously to the fact that I really enjoyed smoking. But it was only... Um, a period of time, it was a long period of time that it took for me to understand and what the smoking actually did. And when I would actually take and look at it as to, you know, I'd get up in the morning and I'd grab a cigarette and take a couple puffs and it couldn't stand it. But then I'd still continue to smoke. Then after a few more, it was great. But for me, I've used, uh, in order to transcend these situations, not looking at it as one extreme to the other, but learning to, I guess, condition myself to the point of reality of what existed when I smoked a cigarette. And over a period of time, I was able to totally stop smoking. But through that period of time, I had to re-educate myself uh, to the point of really what smoking cigarettes really did to my life. Mm. And through that, okay, the thing is now I can be around somebody that smokes, and it doesn't bother me one way or another because I don't take a position as to, you know, smoking is bad or smoking is good, but smoking is more of a reflex that people do that they may have gotten involved in when they were at a younger age or whatever it may be. And when they try to quit or whatever, the only advice that I can give somebody is really take and understand, you know, what you're doing and what it's doing to you. And without taking and looking at the substance of, of the act of, of anything, and mm. I went through this also with alcohol as well, Mm. You know, but the thing is, I don't, I don't put that down for anybody or even for myself mm. to say that, hey, you know, I'm never going to drink or anything like that because once in a while I have a glass of wine, but it doesn't cause me to take and go get more, you know, but the thing is, I understand the reality of, of what I'm doing mm -hmm. and being in that position, it, you know, puts me in a neutral side. I don't get upset one way or the other. I don't, I don't bend or do that line that you're talking about, go from one extreme to the other extreme, and then try to put myself in the middle. Because the thing is, I've gone through this through my own experiences, and it becomes part of my life. You know? Well, of course. But the, your middle is your middle. Right. So if your middle is with one glass of, of wine or a cigarette uh, before bed, that's your I don't. I don't smoke well, anymore. And I, really I, I know what you mean. What, what I'm trying to say here is each each mind is uh, finds its own middle. That's right. I agree with that. So yeah. and and so that's why the, the the search for happiness, the search for the, the, the to stop uh, is inside. Is in here. It's yeah. a it's a personal individual decision on how we see life. It's a new perspective, and it's yours. Yeah. Because in your life, uh, exercising three times a day may be the middle. If it works for you, absolutely go for it. Mm -hmm. Somebody, uh, the, the line is reading three books a day, that's their middle, etc. etc. So, right. uh, there's no happiness as a stem, there is no cessation, cessation of 
of suffering as a standard. The, the way, the middle way, is different for each person. And we can talk about it, it's just like when, when we talk about the Tao, which mm. is the, the middle way. Mm. The eternal Tao that you can, uh, the, the, the Tao that you can mention, uh, talk is not the eternal Tao. So you can talk about happiness, you can talk about the middle, but at the end of the day, each mind it has its own middle, its own considerations, its own uh, uh, perspectivism, and its own circumstances. Because, you know, it's, it's not the same, you cannot be equally happy in downtown New York as you can be equally happy in Timbuktu. It's different. The food is different, the people are different, the conditions are different. The whole world is different around you, so you're going to have a different happy, a different and, no, no suffering. And it sounds like uh, the, the key to David's success was, uh, I'm going to guess that he, he had to go through and, and reflect on on his habit, like understand it and 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 try to figure out like we uh, said before, what said before we, you have to understand the object of your repulsion or what, attraction. Um, what what causes it maybe and also uh, why why what's the motivating factor for why you want to quit? You had to figure understand that uh, that it's that it, what kind of yeah. harm uh, it, it was doing when we talk about meditation and mindfulness you just described it you know understanding I... understanding the object understanding the, uh, the, the 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 essence of the attraction or repulsion understanding yourself understanding everything mindfulness mm. insight meditation is understanding its omniscience in a way understanding the nature of anything you know i like that last week when you know the discussion that we had about was it phonesis or something like that revelation and the of the various words the greek words that you know pertained to that particular ideal you know and the thing is they had several different words that actually means the same thing and one of them was like um like print like being in the middle of um, a position of being able to look at both sides. But then they also talk about conventional type thinking. And they talked about, uh, you know, the phonesis, which was a little step above that. And then there was um, another one even above that, so that there were four different types of ways that we actually take and think. Okay, and the thing is, I, I sort of cling to that because it gives the word definition to understanding. You know, because that's my foundation is word definition. Right. right. Well, I think we all seem to agree that we find uh, happiness uh, all in our own, one mm -hmm. mind at a time, because yeah. reality looks at itself one mind at a time. Right. David, and, you, uh, you brought up... Well, go ahead. No, 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 please. You're right. a little... No, but, you know, I was saying that we all agree on this, that, uh, you know, we, we all have our definition of the center of our own sphere. Right. And, uh, and uh, we get to that uh, in all different ways. But we all agree that we're all looking for the center, which is the cessation, uh, uh, cessation of, uh, of mental suffering. And we all agree, too, that anything that takes me away from the center is obviously either because I don't know the nature of something, like smoking, and, but when I, when I 
mindfully to break it down, I'm able to know, and then in knowing, I know the nature of the attraction and the repulsion. So basically, that going to the center of our own sphere, which means being aligned with ourselves and the rest of the universe, which brings us peace and we stop suffering, uh, is about understanding the nature of things and understanding things, understanding ourselves. At the end of the day, it's all about wisdom, knowledge. Two types of wisdom, the conventional, practical wisdom, what is a cigarette, what is it made of, does it have nicotine, what mm -hmm. mm -hmm. the chemical attraction, the social uh, the social thing mm -hmm. about fitting in and all that, uh, the, the hormonal things that it does to me, et cetera, et cetera. And the other wisdom, which is the transcendental wisdom, which goes beyond the cigarette itself, it goes beyond the feeling, you know, and the attraction and repulsion. It is transcendent. It goes outside of the bubble itself. Dave, David, uh, what what kind of uh, thoughts did you use or come up with? What kind of motivating factors did you come up with? to to help you uh, say uh I'm, I'm quitting cold turkey because like you had to have uh thought about i guess what what are the uh harmful effects of uh smoking or of, of consuming alcohol you had to uh, think a lot about how it was uh causing you harm to your family and things like that to to get you motivated so in, in a way you were you were using the emotion of fear to get you to stop uh, doing those things, right? And maybe the fear of death. Do you well, think? Well, the thing is, the fear was mainly within myself, not not an outside source. Um, you know, because usually when people smoke or drink or whatever, people around them do the same thing. So it's something that is really part of the environment. Um, you know, it was more a self analysis of what um, happened to me, you know, and what my exposure was to and what it was doing to me, and then understanding what it did to me, then I could take and extend it out, see how it affected other people, you know, but the thing is, whenever any, you want to take and make any change, you know, that you first have to look inward to find that change or to do whatever before you can take and look and see how it affects other people, because Subconsciously, you really don't know what you're doing that and how it's affecting other people. You know, it's the way it is. So, in a way, uh, is it uh, fair to say that that in order to change habits, you you, you do have to use some emotion as, such as fear to get you to change that habit? Because, so in other words. Uh, Emotions themselves aren't bad. You can use emotion, the emotion of fear, the, the fear of, die, of death of yourself and others to motivate yourself to, to change a bad habit. But so the emotion it itself seem, is not bad. It seem to work very well in general. You know, they, they put it in every, every pack of cigarettes. You smoke this, you're going to die. You're going to have emphysema, cancer, you're going to rot, you know. But it doesn't work. So the fear is, well, is not, well, not it, a, it, at it, least a, a fear in the future is not a big motivation. Yeah, no. so, so that's not, somebody, so that fear that, that they, they, they put the label of, of that it might cause cancer, it, 
it it it's a reminder but but that person has seen it so often and they they've actually denied their their death they're they're in denial so it's not causing fear so but what david did he had to uh kind of remind himself of all the the harmful effects of of these habits and that mo and that caused him fear and motivated him to 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 when he caught himself with the urge of wanting to do those habits it, it he would remind himself oh th this would cause this and that so so in a way that that fear of of the harm was a uh, was a uh, kind of a uh, instead of the carrot, uh, it was like the stick that that made him uh, change. I, I don't look at it that way at all, to be honest with you. It's, you know, to me, it's taking it face in the reality of what actually existed in the form of a cigarette or form of alcohol as to what it actually does. And, and what it does to you is cause harm, and you were afraid of that harm. So fear in itself is a, is a good emotion. No, what actually what actually motivated me more than anything else, I must say, is when I got my DUI. Okay, <laughs> fear of losing money. High school. Okay, when there was a fellow there that talked about, you know, this is sort of insane. Here we are doing all this stuff. When as a nation we have drugstores on every single corner of our country, and sometimes there's one across the street from each other. And the thing is, what motivated me more than anything is I decided then to take and start focusing on understanding words. And I looked up the word drug, period. And the word drug means that it alters the senses of a person. So the thing is that there was really my foundation for anything. Because the thing is, I'm asking myself, okay, if this alters my senses, what else alters my senses mm. too that I'm involved so, with? So you and had... Me to take and you, begin to look so you motivated... <laughs> You motivated yourself by with with the fear of losing control because a drug causes you to lose mental control. So you you were saying, "Oh, I'm not gonna do these habits because I don't want to lose control. I'm afraid of losing control." No, I didn't. I didn't look at that at all like that. No. Guys, I I would like to throw something in this conversation right now. You can write it down if you want. But Jairo, you are completely off the of the uh, the uh, what studies have proven. I mean, this these are studies from psychologists that have studied many cases, many people, and they could be wrong. Something called the self. That could be right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Absolutely. I'm just throwing that at you because this is something worth reading about. I, I never had read about that. I, I it immediately. Uh, just uh, help me kind of see something more consciously that I already unconsciously was living. And this is called the, the uh, self-determination theory. The two guys, uh, Ryan, R-Y-A-N, and Desi, D-E-C-I. And these guys are going to tell you that after study, after study, after study, the carrot and stick does not work. What are the names again? Ryan, R-Y-A-N, and Desi, D-E-C-I. It's called the self-determination theory. And 
must read this. It will answer all your questions about the, you know, why you do things that are good because of fear of the bad. And it doesn't work. It's not like that. We don't take kid, nobody would smoke, nobody would drink, nobody would do drugs. No.